You're listening to the Ontos Podcast, where we explore the nature of stories in the pursuit of being in truth. I'm Mac. And I'm Vod. And our sentience depends on you. Now cue the intro music. Sometimes I wonder what would have happened if I had remained there in the lazy village of my birth. I'd become a smith like my father. Perhaps I'd have a family, sons of my own. Perhaps someone else would have come to carry this terrible burden. Someone who could bear it far better than I. Someone who deserves to be a hero. Alright, chapter 16. Chapter 16. Chapter 16. The beginning beginning of part 3. Yeah, the beginning of part 3. Vin wakes up in club to shop. A uh, time skip of about two weeks. She's been unconscious for two weeks after her run-in with the Inquisitor. Um, sitting there waiting for her is I always I could never say his name right. Lester Bornis. Lester Born. Lester Bornis, now known as Spook. Spook. Kelsier gave him a crew name. Um, apparently, Spook was super dedicated to watching her while she was unconscious, and he's the one to find her. And uh, when she wakes up. And goes to get everyone. Vin immediately has been asked the same question I've been asking countless times up to this point. What the heck is Sazed? Um Yeah, I mean, he's a keeper, but what's a keeper? This guy saved her. That's what we saw in the last chapter. He saved her. And, you know, based on how she struggled to get away from those Inquisitors, they didn't just let her go. Right. <laughs> so, what did he have to do to get her out of there? Well, Vin uh, decides that she's too hurt. And by decides, I mean her body decides for her and she just goes right back to sleep. And she eventually awakes again later to Kelsier there. And Kelsier lets her know that, hey, your plan to sneak Marsh in was good. We got in contact with the with the guy and we're good to go on that front. So we're going to get Kelsier into the still ministry. Marsh. Get Marsh, Marsh into the steel ministry. Marsh <laughs> into the steel ministry. Um, other than that, he feels terrible. Kelsey feels terrible. Apologizes to her for letting her kind of force her way in. He 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 seems a lot more muted than the Kelsey we're used to seeing. He's not even like happy when he's giving her this news. He mentions that, you know, they have a good cover story for Lady Villette, but... Ultimately, he he seems to not, at least for the moment, not care about the crew's plans as much. It's he kind of used it as a way to avoid apologizing until he kind of had to, and then he did. And um, yeah, he Vin's ready to go back. She holds no grudges. She's ready to come back as Lady Lady Valette. And after resting for about three more days, she's back on the move, and she's getting picked up by the carriage. She's starting to make public appearances again. She's being seen by people uh, after having everyone assumed she was just too sick to leave. And we get a new kind of insight into Van again. I mean, I guess not new, but kind of a renewed look into the way she sees things and how Cruz operates, right? She's absolutely amazed that they didn't just leave her to die. It makes no sense to her. She's seen it in the past where Cruz literally will just say, you can't earn your keep or you're too weak. You will die so we can we can live. And she's amazed at the fact that 
the crew let her drain resources and took care of her for so long. Um, Vin, Vin really tries to like ignore that bit of the trauma she's had in the past, but man, Reen's voice still comes back. That, 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 that trauma, she can't over seem to like take that final step to overcome the trauma. It's always just having this like lasting bit of they're fools. Yeah. This plan will end in disaster. Yeah, um, but here, like, again, this kind of is huge here in the sense that it's showing, like, Vin at this point, at least up to this point, Kelsier and the crew have not given her a single reason to think that they're going to turn her out. And even in her own mind, she thinks, man, I literally did nothing but drain their resources. They could have just left me to die and it would have been better. And they didn't. So that kind of just shows how deep that the, the trauma is that she's trying to overcome this this these intrusive thoughts. Well, she comes back. Lord Renew comes out to meet her, and she can, she swears she's like, "You never come out to meet me. What's going on?" And he's just like, "You know, I need I got to spoil my favorite. What was it, niece? I've got to spoil my favorite niece." And she's like, "Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Well." Kelsier gives Vin a bit of knowledge here that she needs to go easy on her pewter. She needs to go easy on the metal she's burning because her body can get used to it, too used to it. And, you know, I kind of, when I read that, I was like, wait, wait, is there such thing as like metal addiction? Does that, does that exist? It's essentially what it sounds like. Yeah. Like like, you you could withdraw from it. Yeah. You can't let your body get too reliant on the metals. Um, which kind of is weird. Is there like something along the lines of maybe when you burn pewter for too long, does it like inhibit the body's ability to heal? Like it, it ignores everything. And so the body doesn't heal. I don't, I don't know. It, that doesn't make sense though, because burning pewter, you know, the body naturally burned pewter to keep her alive during say surgery, you know? So I don't, I don't know. But then wants to immediately find says uh, good Good girl, Vin. I I need answers, okay? She wants answers. I want answers. She's not going to wait. She goes and she finds Sazed and the study, you know, translating the book that he brought. And she points out that he's wearing glasses now, and that's not normal for him. He, he, she, she mentions, no, his eyesight's normal. Why does he have to wear glasses to do this? But... So, I mean, there must be something there with with what's going on, at least. Um, she tries to pry it out of him. She she asks the same questions I did. Says it, what did you do? What did you do, man? Like, like this the Steel Inquisitor didn't just let us go. Well, she, she accuses him of being an Alamancer. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, I'm definitely not one of those. Um, and he's like, well, you know... I uh I distracted him. <laughs> and she knows very well that that at least her distraction didn't work. So he was like uh, I think he's like um uh it is not within my powers to even kill one of those monsters. Yeah, it's not his powers. Yeah, it's not within his powers and she doesn't believe him and he's like have I ever lied to you? And she's like well no. You haven't lied to me before. So what is it? You know, what is what is a keeper? And Sazed basically says, 
you know, I'm translating this book because I know what, what was the number? 172 languages. Uh, if we, if we remember correctly, he knows like 526 religions. He basically describes that the keepers are storehouses, you know, and Vin's like, how the heck do you, do you remember all these things? He goes, well, I'm, you know, how does a man remember these things? And he's very specifically says, not a man, a keeper. I'm a keeper. He goes, while well, Alaman, and he explains a little bit. He's he's still holding on to his secrets. You know, go ahead, keep your secrets. You know, <laughs> but he 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 goes. Alamancers are able to pull energy from metals, whereas keepers use metals to create memories. So there's something he can do. So apparently, whatever metal he has, he's using it to create these memories. So I guess he he doesn't have to remember them himself, you know. Maybe maybe that's why he's able he has access to all these languages and everything or like the just like general knowledge. I think Kelsier before before the surgery went keepers don't only memorize one thing. He you know, they know science too. And so maybe that's what it is here. Maybe every time they learn something new, they they're able to like create like a, like almost like a copy with the metal well he even says something to the effect of like you use metals to like pull powers out and i use metals to like hold on to things and then ben tries to get more information and he's like no mm. i mean he straight up tells her like yeah. he, he doesn't lie again he says i'm keeping this secret because the lord ruler hates keepers and so we keep everything as close to our chest as we can because we don't want to give anything away to make it easier for the lord ruler to hunt them down and kill them all and so Vin keeps on kind of pushing and he shuts her down. And he's like, okay, okay. And she makes like some kind of like sly comment about how, you know, he's like, you're like, they get to talking about how the terrorist people are like docile. And he's like, and she's like, you don't seem very docile, right? Like you're, you're an open rebellion, you know? And he just goes, well, you know, that's just sort of a thing. And she goes like, and he mentions like how Terra Stewarts are bred, right? Their 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 breeding is controlled, and we learn that they're they're castrated at a young age. So, says it's a eunuch. Um, Vin gets a little off put by that, and you know you can has kind of that apologetic look. You know that's not I guess that's not something you should uh you should be just like thrown out there, um or at least messing on them with. But they. We get the sense here in this conversation that Sazed is way braver than he leads on to be. Because Vin points out, no, 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 no. You put your life at risk in the face of a steel inquisitor to save me. And he's like, yeah, but I did that because Kelsier told me to. That was kind of, that was his argument. And Vin's not buying it. I'm not buying it. You know, this, this, this guy's brave. And so... She kind of pokes and prods at him a little bit more, and eventually she asks the question. She just goes, all right, I need to know. Who betrayed Kelsier? And this kind of stems from the fact that uh, Vin's kind of like saying, I would rather not, you know, trust anyone. How do, how do y'all all trust each other so well? And says it's like, well, let's put it this way. Your belief that everyone is going to betray you, I would rather ignore that and trust people and be betrayed then listen or then actually believe that because that sounds you know 
in a nice way, he basically goes, that sounds pitiful. He's like, I'd rather not live in a world like that. Yeah. So I just don't believe it. Yep. And this, this is a big statement from Caesar because this is the guy who up to this point has continuously pointed out through both his actions and his words that he believes that everyone has certain beliefs and that everyone's beliefs matter somehow. Yet this is the first time he's been like, yeah, that one ain't good. You know, we're not going to keep that. And so, you know, in response, Vin goes, fine, who betrayed Kelsier then? And we get the drop that it was Mare. Kelsier's uh, wife. Kelsier's wife betrayed betrayed him. And um, yeah, that's where we're left at the end of this chapter. So this was a kind of a teasing exposition, um, you know, talking about Sazage. We are like finally going to get answers. And we and Brandon does this actually quite a lot where he, he answers one of your questions and leaves you with five more. Yeah. So he's like, yes, Sazed's got something going on. Yes, you know, we might hear about that later. And it has something to do with, you know, his ability to, I guess, have me- minds, you know, store mind, metal or memories in the metal. It, um, it's like create memories out of the metal. And then... um He's like, I'm not going to give you any more than that. Instead, here's a whole bunch of things about the terrorist people. And that yeah. they're also in a breeding program, just like the Ska. And their their population is tightly controlled because all the terrorist servants are eunuchs. And uh, that's a big drop. And now says it's like, oh, I thought everyone knew that. Like, it's been all surprised. But he's like, no, I thought, like, literally that was just common knowledge. It's not anything that doesn't mean anything to me. I mean... I'm just kind of surprised you didn't know about yeah. that. He even points out, he's, he says, like, you know, don't feel awkward or don't feel bad about it because, listen, like, it happened to me, like, right after I was born, like, literally right after I was born. He doesn't even remember it happening to himself. Um, So, I mean, you, you're, you're, you're anticipating this big info dump on Save It, Save It, and you get at least something, but then you're left with, like, so many other questions that yeah. need to come up. Yeah, like, what the heck is it, right? Like, he specifically says, and up to this point, like you said, he doesn't lie. You know, he didn't even lie to, like, avoid telling her. He just straight up told her, yeah, these are secrets that are closely kept, and you're not going to hear a single one of them out of me. So, and he, he he says, this is an allomancy. You know, you, you, you take metal, and you use it as an energy source. Well, rather than drawing energy from the metal... I use the metal to create something. So this is just strictly different than Allomancy. And it, it seems pretty interesting. You know, how dare you hide it from me, Brandon? Like, well, he even says it, it's funny because says it pokes the fun at Vin, but I feel like it was Brandon poking fun at the reader mm-hmm. where she goes, um, you got to be an Allomancer. There's no way you could have done this faster. And he's like, oh, you've been a misborn for two months and now you know everything about the world, huh? Yeah, I could have taken a horse here, and she's like, "BS." He goes, mm, "Fair." Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, yeah, he, he there's a good little rib there. Um, what I thought was kind of interesting was, Vin wakes up, and she does. She basically doesn't remember what happened initially. He, she initially thinks that Reen beat her, and that's what mm, she's waking up yeah. from. She's waking up from a beating, um, and then we got Lesabornis, who, aka Spook you know, is hanging out by her bedside, just kind of watching her, like that Ninja Turtles movie where they're all watching, who is it? Uh, Raphael, after he got beat up. Okay, I'm... I'm, I'm you, I mean, you just dated yourself. Yeah, yes, okay. Uh, some piece of media from the 90s. Um, <laughs> there's um, 
And Vin points so says to Kelsey, "Is like we're not invincible, are we?" Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, we're not invincible." Obviously, you know. And this, and I, it was kind of a humbling moment because with all these powers, everything they're able to do, even with the most powerful metal that they know of, ATM, she still had no chance. And it was likely pretty humbling for her because now she's like, before she was just all about getting into these powers, but there's more to this than that. Um, Saiza distracted the Inquisitor. Now, if I remember the last time, the very last thing we have before Sazed showed up in chapter like 14 was it sounded like a bunch of branches broke. Yeah, that's a good distraction. It's a crash. And then that's it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not buying it, Sazed. Sazed did something to this Inquisitor because we saw like we saw Vin, you know, actively, you know, clever. You know, it's a simple trick. We saw we saw her do it to Kelsier. She had the book that was just full of metal and she threw it. And she's like that. It, that's a clever trick when you when you have these people who are using allomancy to track you. That's clever. Indeed. All right. And so we had this clever trick and it didn't work. Then got run down. So like distracting the Inquisitor. It wasn't going to happen. You know, Sazed's definitely trying to be a little humble here. Maybe not give away more of what he can do. He's trying to keep that down on reps because, yeah. Well, so at least we've got a nice little introduction on part three. We have uh, Vin waking up from her pain. She's got to recover from that, clearly, still. Um, Kelsier is starting to realize that uh, running a thieving crew and running a full-on countrywide, worldwide, countrywide nationwide rebellion uh i mean to us the final empire is the world so it's kind of reminds like alexander the great's kind of empire all the known world uh uh, rebellion and uh trying to run a thieving crew are not exactly the same thing but on chapter 17 we go back into figuring out what we're going to do with the rest of the plan hey guys it's matt thanks for listening to the autos podcast You'll start seeing regularly scheduled episodes starting November 14, 2022. If you'd like to follow us, please consider subscribing. We're a small project, so please support us with likes and comments because that's what the algorithms crave. If you're listening to the YouTube channel, please hit the notification bell. And if you really want to give us a boost, consider supporting us on Patreon so we can give Vaughn a better mic.